Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, from Need to Breathe, please welcome Seth Bolt. Welcome. This is amazing. This this is the highlight of our podcast since the birth of this. It actually happened on the boat. Need to Breathe was there playing the first night. And, and Chris said, I want to live like this every day of the year. So we created this podcast. And so it is coming full force, full fruition here with Seth. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Heck yeah. So, I mean, six boats, it started in 2011. What, mm-hmm. what were your expectations going into it in 2011? And had you ever been on a boat before? True story. So it was our first, first cruise. First, um, we had played, uh, we had played like some dinner cruise type <laughs> boats, you know, for radio promo events, stuff like that. But we had never played on a cruise ship. And um, for some of us, it might have been our first time on a cruise ship. So we we were honestly a little bit scared. Like we we had no idea what to think. We did not know, you know, how this would work. You know, uh, obviously, I think it's kind of silly, but the way that musicians' lives are, it's like you know, even from the early days, you hide in a little closet backstage. You don't talk to anybody, and then you come out and do your thing, and then you go right back into your little box. I'm. I, I think I started, uh, I've been playing music with Need to Breathe for over 20 years. And like, I was very shy and introverted. Um, and I think I've come out of my shell and just become more comfortable with talking to strangers and and, and all that. Um, and obviously there was just a really, uh, we, we we were not aware of the, the culture that exists on the rock boat. Um, and so that 2011 was like our first time to actually see, oh, there's nothing to be afraid of. Um, people are actually really cool and very respectful and um and it, it's you know more of a family feel to it so uh, yeah we were terrified in 2011 before we did it and you know but i was like let's just do it let's try it you know let's yeah. see and um and then ever since then every time that the decision is to be made like hey guys are, are we available can we can we do another rock boat you know everyone everyone just has fond memories of uh of the past boats the people we've met so many different amazing artists uh a lot of them have gone on to tour with me to breathe and um uh and it's also you know for us uh you probably you guys probably hear this a lot from musicians but like such a great opportunity to just enjoy music you know uh there's nowhere else you can be and that's great (laughs) Uh, we love i mean like it's such a gift these days to be able to turn your cell phone off and just be like i'm at sea and yeah <laughs> you know no one's gonna bother me i'm not and i just get to just to relax and enjoy enjoy music discover new bands have epic late night hangout sessions and <laughs> catching up on life with the people you love it it truly is a a magnificent playground for artists to throw out new music collaborate with other artists 
And I know you guys in Need to Breathe are huge collaborators with different artists. Some of them have been on the rock boat. So what, what does collaboration look like for you, Seth? And, and do you get excited when you see some of the other artists that are going to be on the rock boat? And you're like, you know, maybe we can collaborate with them. What does it look like for you? I think we all do. I mean, I, I think there's probably, um, it's two-sided coin. Like on the one hand, um, it's, uh, it's a little bit nerve wracking to step out and do something new, whether that's like a cover of a song that you've never played or, you know, stepping into a moment where you don't know if you're going to be called on to do a solo or what's going to happen, <laughs> but like, that's part of the beauty of it, you know? Um, and I think that, so on the other side of the coin, it's something that we do look forward to because oftentimes those collaborations are the moments that people kind of take away and talk about you know, long past when the boat's over. It's like, yeah. oh, I remember when I saw, you know, two of my favorite artists, you know, uh, covering one of my favorite songs, you know, yeah. so um, there's there's certainly a magic to that. And I think that, especially as like technology has made live music, um, this is not true for all artists, but, you know, by and large, it seems like, you know, things are more to a program. Um, it it's those moments where things go off the page that really, for me as a fan, like make the concert, you know, like Definitely. it pulls, it pulls me in. And um, we need to breathe has definitely always been about like, okay, where are we getting off the page? How can we, you know, like we want to go, it's a fun surprise for us too, to be like, where's this going to go? And, you know, um, it's been really awesome. So uh, this will, uh, Tyler Burkham um, is the the newest member of the band, guitar player. Yep. We, um, he's he's incredible. I was going to say, like, if there are any like big time guitar fans, which I know there's a lot for Rockboat, like, mm -hmm. just watch Tyler Burkham play. Like, listen to his tone, um, what he can do. Like, he spent his life dedicated to his craft and. Um, you know, like that's how, that's how the journey began with him and us is um, he was playing with Matt Carney and we were touring together and like his amps would be facing backstage and we would hear him play, you know, while we were getting ready to go on. And we were like, good, like just listen yeah. to the different things that he did. So we had to steal him. We were <laughs> like, we need you on our team. That's so he, he, so this this will be his first boat i'm sure no he was on it with us uh last time but i think that was before he was a member of the band so that was okay. like uh, i think the last, last time was that yeah changes it everything was like really <laughs> fresh and now we've we've like we're deep into the mojo you know speaking about the technology that you were you know that you had just touched on and looking at from the first boat that you've been on to the upcoming boat or maybe maybe the last boat you know, Six Man does a great job at making the artist feel at home and the patrons. What, what is something that benefits an artist from playing on the rock boat, set aside from the playground of just being able to bounce music off? But, you know, from an artist standpoint, what is that relationship like with the crew there? And just like asking for something and being able to get that. What, what's that like for an artist to have that? Yeah, well, I mean, first, I mean, the fact that it's at the top of the year is nice. The the fact that it's 
you know, to, you know, it's in the dead of winter and you get to escape winter from wherever you're coming from. Uh, I love that. You know, I'm a sunshine guy and I was just born to be in the sun. Um, so I think it, it combines a lot of different things that are all inspiring. So what that means is that in the in-between times, like in-between performances, um, Six Month does a great job of, of you know, giving artists a, a place where like collaboration is very natural. You know, we're we're in our own section of the boat. And so we're able to um, just have the space to, yeah. you know, break the guitars out, talk through things, um, and write songs and, and and so we'll actually be you know uh, we've 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 listened to you know we've, as we've been making records like for example we're um, we're making a record now where uh, we'll be kind of in between sessions so we'll do a session in december and then we'll do a session in probably february so this is going to be like okay you know what let's let's get on the same page like what are we missing what what else do we want to say with this new album and we'll have a great chance to do that on the right boat. That's awesome. That's a really awesome uh, perspective and and some insight as to how how you guys kind of operate. That's that's really cool. So you're on the boat for the first time. How did you explain to people the atmosphere when you got back to like relatives or other artists who may be like, "Hey, we we were thinking about this, and and now you have this 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 amount of knowledge about." this amazing festival what was it like just get on if you can (laughs) i think i think the phrase i said a lot was like um you don't have to be afraid you know i think there's for for artists there's um you know i guess the the fact that the the boundaries kind of go away when you're just all on a boat uh the the fear before the first boat was like will our space be invaded like will i have privacy will will people you know will it be sort of like super fan city or um is this where the the crazies go to like (laughs) you know (laughs) like they finally got you in a captive space (laughs) i am the captain now (laughs) that was that was that was what we were afraid of but um we've we've been on the boat um you know, so many times and, and that stuff doesn't happen. So that everyone else, everyone's like, what's it like? You know, the other, other artists <laughs> and, that we talked to. And it- yeah. 11 was our first boat as well. So I need to thank you, Seth, for getting on that boat because it was a huge motivator for my wife to finally make the plunge for 11 years, 10 years. I had been talking rock boat, rock boat, rock boat, but when need to breathe made the bill, we were finally making that jump. So thanks, man. You're actually wearing a, a t-shirt that was like a special edition merch item for one of our rock boats. It's the one with Randall <laughs> in the last is rock yeah, boat man. 2018. Uh, still one of my yep, favorites. Yep. And and oh, you know that's I got the 2020, the you know, 2020 is uh what did it say? Um I don't know, but the 2021 was pretty was awesome. It, was it boats and bros hindsight that no, was no, it. it was hindsight it was hindsight 20 the hindsight with the little kid okay. yeah the hi- yeah that was a good one but i like the boats and bros yeah, that's that's <laughs> like this one. Oh, okay. oh yeah yeah boats and bros <laughs> <laughs> so i i you know the rock boat has many different stages for artists to perform on right i think there's like five or six um and when you're in your downtime on the boat set 
and you want to go listen to music from other artists, where is like one area that you maybe see yourself gravitate towards to more than just a little bit more than the other stages? You're going to give away a spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, probably the deck. Yeah. I think that's probably probably the space, but also there's, there's something really fun about just, you know, um, the, the surprise factor, you know, walking, just walking around to, to hear what you hear and just getting like frozen, like, oh my gosh, I want to hear this. Um, I think that was probably the way it was when we first saw Wealthy Arms. Mm -hmm. um, they were oh, playing yeah. in one of those, like in the heart of the heart of the boat. And we were just walking by and they were like mid solo guitar solo. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here until this is done. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, uh, they're amazing. And um, they're on, they're on this year. And yeah. um, we had Sam on a little, a couple of weeks ago and yeah, no, it's just, and, and it's awesome too. Cause like, you know, you're talking about being, you know, kind of, on edge maybe about people interacting on your first boat with you like fans and stuff and then throughout the years seeing that that's not the case and that's just and that's just a testament to the artists that keep coming back on they're just so welcoming of this community you can go get breakfast and no one's going to bother you um where that might not always be the case if you're at like a large music festival that's not typically an option um, so, I mean, the, the environment has been created now that we're on the topic of food, I've walked myself into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the, the Elvis rap. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like they should have like a Seth station on the boat with just Elvis raps. <laughs> I love that. If they want to make a Seth station, I've got some other ideas too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Six man is listening. <laughs> So the Elvis rap, it's a, uh, it's quite the snack. It's what is inside it's of need. Um, so it's a it's a play on the, on like the the Elvis sandwich, which has okay, you know, banana and bacon and peanut butter, um, and then I kind of uh, I put granola on the wrap to make oh, nice. it a little more rappy, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's filling. It's it's nutritious it's, it's like uh it's a great like grab on the go and then go watch a bunch of music or play a bunch of music i think that you're referring to like i think a southern living article yep where well it's exactly know. what i'm referring to <laughs> and uh and that was in and they were like is there something that you ate when you were making this last record and i was yeah. like oh that because we've kind of gotten we're we've kind of just ditched the recording studio altogether and found that we do our best work when we just hole up in, in, a, in a house somewhere that can fit us all or something like that. Yep. You know, kind of move all the furniture in the living room, make a recording studio on day one, and then uh, just record a bunch of music and hang out and, and uh, you know, feel like you're not on the clock and it's just a really creative space. So, uh, and then sometimes, you know, in that scenario where, we're just kind of fending for ourselves for food, like buy a bunch of groceries. And so that, that was kind of where the Elvis rap uh, nice. was born. For All me. right. So maybe someday we'll, we'll, we'll see the Seth station on the boat. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> um, so like you're on the boat, right? And how do you, as a band, 
you know, get your, I, I call it getting your head on a swivel, like for, for the day's performance. What, what does that look like for you guys getting, you know, ready for us? We're getting hype for you guys to come on stage <laughs> on the boat. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at, we're, we're getting drinks. We're, we're getting our rest. We're getting ready. And what is it like for, for Seth from need to breathe um, the day of a performance? Well, um, I don't like to show up too early. And I don't. <laughs> so it's uh, that's awesome. No, I think I think the biggest the biggest fear, probably the most stressful thing, is is just that inevitably there's somebody in every band who is like, oh, I you know my phone's dead and I don't have no idea what time it is and <laughs> I wasn't sure where we were meeting and did we change time zones and it's I worse. think that's probably the most that's the most stressful thing probably in terms of just like wrangling people who are just in party mode and be like no we gotta work <laughs> um, but i mean our our crews are pretty, pretty pretty responsible um and so we typically like an hour before the show like well even though even though everybody wants to 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 just kind of be in either you know music mode or relaxation mode or whatever like just still getting together like we always do an hour before the show talking through everything, talking through transitions, like making sure that uh, we don't allow sort of the uh, the party atmosphere to impact our ability to perform at our highest level for everyone else who's in party mode. That's awesome. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a really good outlook on that and perspective um, and what you guys bring to the table every time you get up there and, and rock out, you know? it's the truth it shows it is a production you take it seriously and then afterwards yeah y'all let loose but we we do appreciate that yeah i think i mean that's maybe just like a cultural thing like we've just always you know we we want to finish the performance feeling like we can take pride in what we just did and i feel like it's tempting in situations like this to be like well you know, this isn't our full-time rig or, well, this is, everyone's just drunk and having a good time. But like, I, you know, we've always been like, no, it matters. You know, you, mm-hmm. you really do. Um, you know, these performances are going to live on um, through YouTube videos. And um, that's probably, I mean, we've, t- we've tested some things out on the boat before um, and by and large, it's gone really well. Occasionally we've been like, See, we shouldn't have done that song. It's the first time we performed it. We weren't ready. <laughs> Too funny. I yeah, I remember a couple of those tests. But yeah, every every concert that I've seen you guys play, um, and I've seen a lot of them. Uh, every every at the end of every show, I'm just like, wow, that was epic. Yeah. So you're doing you're doing it right. And you know, it, and it's such it's a, a great it's a great team. Such so many so much talent. You know. Um, it's amazing how, 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 how the sum is greater than the parts. And um, I think that's probably what all draws us to music and to, to bands specifically and, and to the rock boat. Um, I mean, obviously you can, you can party with somebody just up there pressing play, but like there's the chemistry and, um, and uh, the, the unknown and, and all those elements that, that factor into why I think like there's also a culture probably if you were to pull the boat it's like live music is also you know collaborative collaborative it's 
and it's a and it's a performance. You're not only just getting the the musical aspect, but there's so much you can you can pull and see from like watching the the chemistry and as, as everyone's looking at each other and and all those things. So it's just um, for me more much more much more gratifying and, and much more of what I want to see than like a silhouette silhouetted DJ. Love and, and, but, the, and the staple and the staple of your shows right is is that last song where you kind of go you know unplug uh everybody gather around kind of everybody shut the hell off and, and listen and, and, and listen intently um I, I always wondered like is that something you guys like started did you guys get it from somewhere how did that come about yeah um on, yeah, we we were really inspired. I think the first artist we saw do that was Will Hogue. Um, it was one of our first tours. Honestly, he took us on tour like when we were a baby band, and uh, and we watched him just command the entire room by standing up on the bar and playing one of the songs, and um, and we tried it out and got the same sort of response. I mean, I think it. it once you remove every barrier of technology between you and another human, and they're just hearing you sing um, and just, you know, just um, emote in the form of song, there's something <laughs> that's just captivating about it. And you know, like there's no trickery involved. Like you, you can actually hear it purely. And it's also not filtered by technology. I mean, we do uh, sound equipment, everything's come so far, but ultimately it's still like a reproduction. It's not actually organically what you're hearing and i'd say that most people um bear reinhardt just has such a such a powerful voice that yeah. what when you when you hear it unamplified and when you hear it in the room or like 10 feet away you know it's just something that that literally it, it shakes you you're like yeah tingles oh, wow. like <laughs> you could you could have listened to every need to breathe album and everything we've ever recorded but like if you're if you're that close to a voice that's that powerful you feel that power in a way that that can't be translated through earbuds or yep anything else even even big speakers you know it's just it's something else i i think you know i think that's a great point and i think that that's was the catalyst hearing honestly hearing his voice while on my first boat after just beating cancer getting on the boat you, you guys on my playlist getting me ready for the boat while I'm sitting in the hospital, but then being on the boat and hearing that, um, obviously not that close to him, but that voice and it just like, it just gets into your soul. And it's just like, man, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's warming. And, um, there's, I mean, that's, that's the only way I can describe it. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking ahead, of warming, I, I just wanted to say, speaking of warming, um, definitely want to talk about hometown Christmas uh, as we are in the Christmas season and also want to be respectful of your time, Seth, because we really appreciate it, you hopping on. So talk to us about that. And I know there was some collaboration with Switchfoot and Judah and the Lion as well. Yeah, uh, it was. That was um I mean, A, I think the thing that probably most people don't realize is that when you make a Christmas album or a song, like you've got to do it in the summertime. So we like, we yeah. intentionally made the studio like freezing cold. <laughs> we could all, we could all put on our winter clothes. That's awesome. Get in the spirit and, and try to like create an environment that really uh, kind of took you there. Cause 
it's a it's a it's a warm up for for everyone. I mean, some people like started listening to Christmas music before Thanksgiving, and um, others. <laughs> I, I mean, me I, and, I me I and Mark it. were listening to it last weekend in his car. <laughs> all right, we we went all in. <laughs> I love it, um, but yeah, that was such a. It was it was really cool to see, and I think um, a, a rare thing because we're talking about three different bands coming together and the depth of talent um, was just tremendous. So, you know, I, I, me and Tim from Switchfoot, we were like, we were like, you know, I was like, I think you should play. And he was like, I think you should play. And, I, <laughs> and we, and we both did, you know, so, um, and, and we're, and we're both on there. So uh, I, what I saw was like uh, a room full of seasoned, incredibly talented people who who had the humility to just like share the mic and 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 just pump each other up you know and be like no you like you should you ought to play this solo you will crush it and the whole room's cheering for you as you, you know you're you're doing your thing also a lot of pressure a lot of pressure like it's <laughs> i feel i feel pressure even when it's like okay you know, this is a big song and it's bass time. What do you got, Seth? And the whole band <laughs> sit there watching me play. That can be kind of nerve wracking, but to do that in front of like two other bands that you really admire and respect, um, even more so. But uh, I love, I love how Come Down Christmas turned out. And um, hats off to, to Switchfoot and Judo Lion for for how well they showed up to that. Awesome, Seth. We appreciate your time, and we are so excited to see you on the boat. Thank you, and um, have a safe holiday with you and your family. And uh, we'll we'll see you in about in about sixty days. All right, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Same. And I Thank think this is going to be a this is going to be a, a special one. I, I just I don't know. I feel like there's still this um, like pent up demand is this this force on Earth that like you cannot underestimate. And I feel like um i don't know just speaking for myself like i still have this craving to to see more and and do more because of how much i was denied during the pandemic for that so it's like every every concert every opportunity that i have to show back up to that well um just just means more and i mean whether i'm playing or, or watching but it just means more and um also just the the um the collective conscious the community the ability to like be in that you know more and more more and more like we're isolated you know like you can you can be on just your screen and then you can be just on zoom and like before you know it like you've never really gone anywhere done anything right. or interacted and had like a moment with with other people and this is you know rock boat is that in spades so i can't wait i'll, there's, I'll uh there's so much talent it's going to be I agree. When you said that, you gave me goosebumps. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, and uh, I was like, this is, this is, it's going to be, yeah, the, the artists that are on there this year are, are just going to blow the socks off of people. And the collaboration is just, again, it's one of those things that you kind of just walk into and it just happens um, by like, you know, divine intervention, say be, but um, you know, it's, it's, I would encourage everybody to, to, uh, to get on a rock boat at some point in their lifetime. And it's, it warms the soul. And, and, and lastly, uh, I wouldn't be remiss, remiss to, uh, 
to ask you to uh, cheer for us on the at the flip cup table again. The last time, the, I don't know if you remember the last time. Yeah. Uh, me and my guys won the flip cup. You were back there like cheering. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was fun. We well, lost. I will, last uh, year. <laughs> uh, the rest of the guys that need to breathe say hello. Um, I'll let them know. Awesome. Um, you guys say hello as well. Yes. I'll see them Saturday. Rehearsal. Okay. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. We will, uh, we will be, we will be on the boat, and we appreciate that. And uh, hey, thanks for your time again, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank y'all. This is awesome. Take care, Seth. Take care. See you in sixty days. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs>